Hey, hey, this is Ryan kicking off another Top 25 Countdown here on Nebulous Visions Radio Network. I'm just kidding. Hi, I'm Ryan. Welcome back to Nebulous Visions in-house cinema extravaganza. Popcorn fest. Popcorn. Do you like yours buttered or not buttered? Um, it depends. Uh, if you go to the Mayan or the Esquire, their popcorn is, is exquisite without is. You know, butter and stuff. Yes. I agree 100%. Because they, I think they do a, they don't do like the mass shitty popcorn that the big chain theaters do. <laughs> you know they, what I found out about those popcorns too? You know how they're like, oh, fresh popcorn, pop today. No, they pop a shitload mm. and they put them in huge trash bags and then they keep them overnight and then the next <laughs> morning they like warm them up. Yeah, there's a little. <laughs> but I do God. love that um, on Tuesdays you get that dollar coupon for a dollar popcorn. That is sweet. It is. But uh, yeah, like the Miami Esquire, they just, they have that one little like antique popcorn makers so <laughs> like you're getting fresh popcorn absolutely so. um so is my week to choose a movie brad it and was or it is it is it is and yeah. we did munich last time have you had a chance <laughs> to listen to it i haven't listened to it yet i haven't listened to it since we recorded it and it was only like four days ago but um <laughs> even at the end of that episode we were thinking we should record a different movie because it's almost just like listening to the movie munich yeah. <laughs> but you know what we're speechless I'll, throughout that movie. i haven't seen the movie at all put it out there that's a really good movie indeed that's why i chose it but it's not a very good movie to commentate on no so that's make fun of uh, that's why this week i have chosen friday the 13th part six jason lives now of all the friday 13th this is my favorite i'll get into it a little more when the movie starts going i'll tell you why it's my favorite um brad what's your favorite friday the 13th because we're both fans of the series i don't know i like um maybe four because that has it's part of the classic story and um yeah i agree uh it, it kind of has every part of Jason you like because if you watch the first two movies, he doesn't have the mask, so that's lame. Even <laughs> though the original story, the first one, is you know the classic story, but um, yeah, aside from uh, Corey Feldman like being the hero of the movie, mm-hmm. like otherwise it's, it's pretty sweet. And I think as I, I haven't watched in a while, so I can't remember if the deaths are that cool. But oh, the deaths are badass. Yeah, it's by Tom Savini. Like three, he has the mask, but like the three D. Uh, trickery that they have where things just kind of point at the camera is just so lame oh i agree <laughs> that it's just like i can't call it one of my favorites and uh, you know i watching uh, or not watching reading about that movie is the director said he didn't even have time to like worry about acting because the 3d effects were so new because that movie came out before jaws 3d and these other 3d movies that it took so long to set up the 3d shots he didn't have time to worry about acting or the thing about story. The, those movies too is they're, they don't have the blue and red effect at the time like they're just pointing things at the camera so it's like a very long z-axis um <laughs> stretch of a shot and it's yeah it's it's really weak that one but. does have one of my favorite kills though is the eye pop where yeah. Jason squeeze the head so hard it <laughs> and they just change the focus yeah. yeah that's great but, so um, uh, well this one takes place after part five um i'll start the movie now and i'll explain what okay happens. yeah so but yeah this is we do our first was like an action adventure movie and the comic book movie, and then our second movie was like a comedy, and then um, we did a drama <laughs> last time, and then uh, now we're doing a horror, so we're kind of yeah. covering all of our genre bases. Yeah, we'll have to do like a Disney movie next time or something. Right. Well, uh, my choice, so yeah, I'll so, have to get cracking. Yeah. Although I had, to, I had two of mine, but... All right, well, we can do whatever we want, because I mean, we'll, we'll do countless of these, because we have <laughs> nothing else to do. Anyways, this takes place... Um, this movie, they kind of disregard part five, because if you've seen part five, you can see why. Um, again, they take um, Tommy Jarvis, who's the hero from part four, the Corey Feldman character, which you mentioned, and he has killed Jason. 
and but he's still haunted by nightmares of Jason. So him and his friend, which we'll see in a second, are on their way to Camp Crystal Lake Cemetery um, to make sure that Jason is truly dead. And number five never happened, so just ignore <laughs> number five if you've ever seen it. And judging by the box office receipts, not very many people have. What a lame concept. Not a movie without Jason. I know, right? And you know, it's okay if they want to try something new. I don't mind. If fanboys are pissed off at how comic book movies are made, just imagine going to see Friday the 13th, expecting Jason, and then not having him. Hey, it's from Welcome Back, Cotter. Yep. Rorsch- and then... Rorschach. You know, that's funny. His uh, Rorschach is his... That's what the fans call him when he gets killed, <laughs> even though he has a real name. I forget his name. And I actually wrote a blog about my favorite Jason kills, and his death in here is one of my favorite Jason kills. And this is uh, Tom Matthews, if uh, you recognize him. He's in Return of the Living Dead, one, uh, part one and part two. I forgot to tell you, last week I had a Return of the Living Dead at the... I know, I really wanted to see it in the theaters. It's a great movie, by the way. I haven't seen it. Oh, we should see that one, too. But he's a really cool um, genre actor. He hasn't done anything since, I don't think. If he has, I haven't seen him in anything. But uh, the director of this movie uh, really wanted to make kind of a gothic horror theme. And that's why it has the lightning, the thunder, really windy. And I actually think why this is my favorite Jason movie is because, one, it has a little bit of comedy mixed in, which I think people's natural reaction is to be funny, not to be scared. Because if they don't know what's going on around them, they can't have no reason to be scared. And it takes it kind of a lighthearted approach, but uh, the Jason in it's pretty menacing and Every time he shows up, he's pretty hardcore. So I have a question. Sure. Um, so Jason's basically like a known killer, and yep. but he doesn't have any like family. Family. So why does he get a cemetery plot? You know, it's funny you say <laughs> that because the original script of this, which you can actually read on FridayTheFilms.com, this is how big of a Friday Thirteenth nerd I am. I read the script for this, and there's a scene that I don't know if they filmed, but the original ending is a guy standing over looking at his grave, and the caretaker doesn't die. Um, which he does in this version and it says thank you for taking care of my boy and it's Jason's dad who you've never met is one who makes sure he has a grave and everything oh okay cause yeah and like normally Jason's Jason basically, basically like a John Doe so he would just get like a mass grave just dumped yep. oh yeah absolutely randomly or they even in the cemetery donate his body to science yeah which would be a Incredibly bad idea, but might make for a cool idea for a movie. Yeah. People, like, have parts of Jason in them. Well, yeah, they made that. It's called Jason Goes to Hell. Fuck. <laughs> and it sucks ass. <laughs> no, I'm such a big Friday 13th fan. Actually, if you're a big fan, you should pick up the book called Crystal Lake Memories, which I got at San Diego Comic-Con. And it's a really honest book about the making of these films and how hard it was, because all these films are actually negative pickups which in the movie world means they were shot independently and then Paramount would buy them. Mm. So Paramount would only fund like two or three million dollars for them. So they uh, shot number five and some Paramount execs is like, yes, let's distribute that. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is the first movie too where Jason became like a super zombie. Um, in the other movies he actually was just like, they're basically saying that he never died and he just lived in the forest off of animals and killing people and in this he actually does come back as a super zombie and this is kind of the first appearance of it do you ever wonder why in movies every time they dig a grave up the square around the coffin is always so nice 
like the rectangle around the coffin when they dig it up. Oh, yeah. Like in every movie, it doesn't matter if it's a like you know a Academy Award winning movie, a horror movie. They're always so nice looking. Um, and Graham, they're in a hurry, and they took their time to carve out a perfect square. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. C.J. Graham is a Jason in this movie, but there's actually two Jasons. And Brad, I want you to watch closely. I want to see if you can tell the difference between this Jason, who's the Jason for most of the movie, or the one that they replaced, because you'll see why. And if you don't see it, I'll point it out. Okay. <laughs> and C.J. Graham said, "Yes, you can dump maggots on me, and they can crawl on me." And that's what it takes to be a Jason Voorhees. <laughs> you have to be tall buff and be able to put maggots on you so horshack you want to go grab a bite to eat after this <laughs> well i guess he's dead i guess we should just go now you can go fishing use some of those worms yep crystal lake's just right up the street this movie came out in 1986 nice 80s vibe to it you can tell by his suspenders and tight pants They did keep the fact in part five where he was haunted by the dreams and it made him a little crazy. But they got rid of the part where he kills somebody at the end and the whole stupidness of it. I think my least favorite part about part five is the greasers that are randomly in the movie that takes place in the 80s. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Greasers. And the director wanted him to come alive like Frankenstein. That's like the clock tower lightning bolt right there. Yeah, it was. Nice and uh, <laughs> animated. With some pyrotechnics. Oh no, we'll never get back to 1985. <laughs> Marty, I got some bad news! <laughs> That's my Christopher Lloyd. It's about as well as I can do. God, having all that makeup that close to your, oh, inside yeah. your eyelid. Ugh. A lot of Jason um, actors complained that they would get headaches and they had no depth perception because Jason always has an eye covered. Like it's mutated or it gets chopped out like in part four. They say it's not a glamorous job. I always carry work gloves on me. Totally. Well, Jason needs them when he gets out of the grave. If I get this out, I get to be king of England. I love that shot. The guy who um, directed this movie actually got his uh, start directing Dick Van Dyke on Dick Van Dyke's um, like Variety Hour. Really? Yeah, I, I read that uh, as a really young guy, like in the 70s. It was a very far-removed yeah, genre but, from Yeah, that. but he's a really big fan of horror, and he does a lot of um, TV now. And Jason's back. Sorry to talk over that. What a cool shot. So, there's no real explanation why he comes back to life. You could say it's almost like having one of those EKT machines. Yeah, you know, he's, lightning bolt. he's been buried for, <laughs> I don't know, how was Corey Feldman in the fourth one? Probably seven, eight. It's probably been like ten years. It's ten years, yeah. yeah. Oh, here comes one of my favorite kills. That's such a cool shot, because Jason's like, I got you, motherfucker. Here's a good idea. Um, so the match isn't working, why not just run? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Jarvis, you asshole, you did this to me. An interesting opening, too. One of the few openings, or one of the few times in any Jason movie, where I've seen him just let him go. <laughs> but you need this really classic moment. And the director purposely made this like James Bond because he said, at this point, there's six Friday 13th movies, so he's pretty much the James <laughs> Bond of horror. Oh my god, I forgot about that opening. And it's funny, too, because Jason movies, or the early Friday 13ths, always open like this, where there's like this little thing at the beginning, and then they do this same credit title sequence. So, um... They didn't introduce the mask until the uh, third movie. Yep. Um, what's the story behind that? Right. Um, the story behind it is they were trying a bunch of different things to cover his face, and they just happened to find that. Because in the first one, he didn't. He oh, he wasn't even in it. Um, well, he was at the very end. Right. Well, as a yeah, a boy, yeah. deformed boy. But the second one, he just had a, like a, a sack over his head, yep. potato sack. And then uh, and yeah, evidently for uh, director of photography, that's incredibly hard to light. <laughs> a potato sack. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they were just trying a bunch of different things, and it was really by accident. Um, in the book, they say some people, like three or four people take credit for it, and there's no real, like, true story. Basically, what I gathered from it is it was in a prop house, and they're like, oh, this looks kind of cool, and they gave it to him. And now it's become synonymous with a horror icon. And I... I I no one was like watching a hockey game. They're like, "Man, that goalie looks freaking scary." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Was it a uh, Jason X where they're like, "Oh no, it's Freddy versus Jason." Where it's like, uh, "That guy looks like Rob Schneider." <laughs> uh, Using like, Rob Schneider isn't that a thing? Using Rob Schneider and Jason Bibbs. Uh No, no. Freddy versus Jason, where the kids like, "Oh man, that goalie looks pissed off." Yeah. <laughs> The, the total J ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you noticed um, really closely... I put my gun back. I don't know why I had it out in the first place. Because I want to look cool. <laughs> look how cool he is. He has a freaking 80s stash and fro. Half, like, um, half mullet Jufro. Um, if you noticed that when he ran in, it's called Forest Green Sheriff's Apartment. Um, kind of... A little joke they do is that they change the name of Crystal Lake to get people to come back in this movie to so that's why it's called Forest Green because Jason obviously has murdered countless people and hey is that ADR <laughs> like that's <laughs> it didn't really match the rest of the sound going on and here's his explanation So, Brad, you know, this is after the the remake of Friday the 13th. What do you think of the remake of Friday the 13th? I thought it was all right. Uh, I, I don't think the kills were that interesting. I agree. Creative, but um, it, it definitely, Jason was much more menacing. Yeah, you know, I'll have to let you borrow the, uh, the I mean, killer edition. I mean, if you're a edition. killer, why are you slowly walking around? Yeah, I agree. Unless you're a super confident <laughs> well, you know, I guess cocky killer. Super it's like, oh, I'll get him later. <laughs> I'll have to let you borrow the killer cut because that douchebag like, is one of the coolest Friday 13th kills ever. So it's a standard procedure to just throw people in jail for just... Randomly? Walking in just stating some kind of problem. I think so. That's the director's wife. 
Uh, who is that guy? It's familiar. Uh, yeah, who the hell is he? Oh, fuck. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Tony Goldwyn? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Originally, the script had 13 deaths in it, but when they test screened it, um, people said that there wasn't enough death, so the caretaker and the two random people on the motorcycle are killed just because. And if you look, Jason's picked up Tommy's gloves. You don't want people to see his decayed hands. That's pretty cute. So yeah, I thought it was really interesting that the director, Tom McLaughlin, started off directing Dick Van Dyke on a variety show. I forget the name of the show. I think it was Dick Van Dyke's Hour, Variety Hour or I think, something. Yeah, it was, it was just a... Uh, yeah. Um, the studio, when he got the go-ahead to write and direct this movie, he asked if he could make it funny, and they said, you can make it funny, you just can't make fun of Jason. So you can see that Jason's the one scary thing in here, and everybody else is kind of funny. Why doesn't Jason just throw the pole right through the windshield and <laughs> get one kill under his belt already? Because there's no suspense in that. Do you remember Dirty Harry? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just recently watched those because I got that Great box movie. set. Jim Carrey in the fifth one. <laughs> I love all the fog in the back. Have you ever seen it that foggy before? Those are probably fog machines, too. <laughs> I hope so. Unless they got really lucky when they're yeah. filming. Whoa! <laughs> He's the pole vaulting champion. And, it, and if you look there, that was a real spear, and when he hit the windshield, it slid and almost killed his wife. Oh, my God. He said he's never felt worse in his life, the director. This is always a great joke. Like, you can buy Jason off. I always love, too, that Jason's hockey mask always has the axe on the side. Unless, I guess, unless Tommy's kept that one for ten years. The, uh, the axe cut? Yeah, for part three. Okay, stop looking around and just run your ass <laughs> off. He's gone. Oh, no, never mind. You had your chance. Oh, she can take it. He gave you a chance. And you... Brad, what do you say? <laughs> no, don't leave home without it. Yeah! <laughs> the director purposely did that for hope someone would catch on in the audience. <laughs> that doesn't make sense because she didn't leave dream. home without it and she still got yeah. in trouble. So American Express did not help her at all. <laughs> well, they probably didn't get American Express's permission because they died, so it's like European Express. <laughs> <laughs> And if that guy kind of looks like John Travolta, it's because it's John Travolta's nephew. What kind of kids hang out with the town sheriff? <laughs> Dude, that's Megan's dad. <laughs> that chick's ugly. <laughs> and there's the black chick. Token black chick? Yep. <laughs> is she the next to die? <laughs> no, she dies pretty later on in the movie. <laughs> Jason out there. Shut up. 
He's dangerous behind those bars. <laughs> For all those he had a cellmate. Home, and he's dead now. Out, like guys gonna grab you. <laughs> Oh, by the way, it's my fault that he's out. Just want to, just thought I should put that out there. Look, she wants to suck him off. He's a bad boy. He's behind bars. That's right. Someday she'll find out he's a square. Ooh! Yes, he's cute. Oh, they did it too. I didn't remember that part of the movie. I wasn't trying to upstage the girls. Oh, he's already in love with her. Yeah, look at that ass. Who couldn't be? You see that matte painting <laughs> when they open the door? <laughs> so they're not coming to get me? <laughs> Ooh. You really just leave the gun case open because he's always going to I know, he is. <laughs> How many times? That's like three times. <laughs> Fucker. Such a dick. Can't I'm wearing I, flannel. I can't believe I beat out Emilio Estevez for this part. <laughs> he was busy making men at work with his brother. I don't remember digging up this grave last night. Strange idea of entertainment. We're watching um, some guy kill somebody. Did the sign said say Camp Four Screen up there? It did. Dude, I want to wear what that guy's wearing: <laughs> cut off sweatshirt, boxers hanging out, torn up acid wash jeans. They brought house plants to their cabin. They wanted to be homey. It's like nothing but plants outside. Oh, look at that big thing of popcorn. Holy shit. Fucking A. We should go hang out with them. Should've just got Jiffy Pop. <laughs> I haven't made Jiffy Pop in forever. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you bring to a campsite. Hell yeah. Fools. Good lord, look at all those <laughs> onions and... Yeah, yeah, you need a guy like that guy with... Look how cool he is, man. With the halter top, oh my god. I know, and like, look at that Walkman. His bare midriff so sexy. It is. He's a rebel. <laughs> um, she's got the story wrong because in part two, Jason did find the one who decapitated his mother and killed her. I don't know how he found her though in part two. That's one part of the part two I never got. <laughs> like he tracked her down outside of Camp Crystal Lake and and then went back to Crystal went Lake. Went back to Crystal Lake. Didn't kill anybody on the way. He's like dreams come true. Oh, he put on his headphones. <laughs> this chick's ugly, too, this teacher lady. That's what he did when I found out his girlfriend was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those bastards. I think it'd be fun to be in a Friday the 13th movie and just be cannon fodder. Just be like in one scene and get murdered. Well, we did try to make one. 
<laughs> we did. And I did get murdered. You did get murdered. So Remember how many times I kissed Natalie and her boyfriend was there? <laughs> and how many times I spit blood in her mouth and she was choking? <laughs> See, you left, but it's a true story. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> I'm sorry, how did they not notice him standing there? <laughs> He's it's, it's broad camo. daylight. He's you know, you don't see Jason hidden very by often anything. in the daylight, do you? Huh? You oh, Jason in a movie? Very, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Because uh, you can't really hide him in the daylight. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is the only movie I think he's in. No, no, in the new one, I guess he's in broad daylight, but... Is he? Yeah, I remember he kills that one dude on the boat in broad daylight. Yeah, I guess you're right. I feel like that whole movie's in the dark, but you're right. I see a fat ass. <laughs> that chick would not hang out these guys, two guys. Just saying. Bitch. This is a little foreshadowing, too. <laughs> I want a headband like that. That's hilarious. That's not Jason. No. <laughs> what accounting firm are these people from? No doubt. They have the crazy Rambo guy, the chick that's in charge, and the two bumbling idiots. Hey, Carla, Dave, uh, we're going to go uh, about 100 miles away and play uh, Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, happy face. Comic gold. <laughs> Forgot something. Jason's like, how convenient. I have a new machete. Look at that legendary cop car. Good thing they brought a machete to the uh, paintball game. That kind of looks like Ron Livingston from Office Space. <laughs> That's like one of the director's really good friends. Okay, and this scene is not the Jason that's in the rest of the movie. I want you to see if you can tell why he's no longer in the movie after this scene. Who thinks that's... What an idiot. Ryan, have you ever reattached a limb to a tree? Well, I was going to. <laughs> that's what I do for the Sierra Club, Brad, and quit making fun of it. <laughs> it's funny that the Sierra Club thinks they matter. <laughs> I hope they listen to this and... Dude, what if they ever want to donate to us? Okay. Then I read Or sponsor us. I retract what I just said then. It's hard for me to. I don't like hippies. Paintball sure has evolved because uh, they have so much like more interesting gear. Yeah, you think when this movie came out, paintball was probably like a cool new thing, you know? Barely heard of. Yeah. And after you like play the thing of paintball, like you don't just walk around. Like you want to play another one. So <laughs> these guys definitely aren't really into it. No. I love that. Jason's like up in a tree. He jumps down. 
He's determined. <laughs> Jason's got a really long stride too. Yeah. To just be able to sort of power step and all this guy's running. <laughs> look at him run like a little bitch. Well, I'll tell you why he's no longer in the movie because he's really fat. <laughs> I Jason. didn't notice. No. Yeah. I guess the costume director said they had to keep on changing his costume because he kept on gaining weight like in the week he was working. What, what's that actor's name? Um, some fat guy. I don't know. <laughs> I only know the one who... John, we're filming tomorrow. Stop going... Stop eating all those pizzas. (laughs) Craft services for everybody, not for you. You gonna eat that dead fat guy? (laughs) Uh, you should probably pull over. (laughs) Eternal peace. (laughs) Clever. Shoot him! (laughs) That'd be funny. And unexpected. Why does the cop car license plate say one FG? <laughs> one fucking guy. Is Force Green. Oh, maybe. There you go. It's the number one cop car in Force Green. <laughs> He's so hard to track down in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing plaid. <laughs> and there's tons of uh, see through fences. <laughs> Sneaky, sneaky sheriff. You think as a sheriff too, though, you'd be like, check it out, maybe. Can you really pull a gun on him? Like he is in custody. <laughs> Look at that laser sight. It's huge. fuck! What do you mean? Did I do my job? Yes. <laughs> So corny. It is. I'm gonna start calling people fart heads. <laughs> like, what are you six? <laughs> totally. No, oh, the little girls look at the camera. Get it because Court is like this rebel guy and he doesn't know anything about it. Listen, you obviously don't know anything about Indians, okay? I told me nothing to do. Look, here's a story. These are called Indian markers, okay? Let's just say you have a chief, right? And he dumps his squad or his wife or whatever, and he decides, hey, I'm gonna pick up with another one to take off with her. So he takes off, leaving his son with the mother. I actually think this guy's pretty funny though. <laughs> so insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this movie has really good acting in it, too, you know, for a Friday the 13th movie. So this is your favorite one? I thought it the is. one with the girl with the mind powers was. Or is that um, just your favorite Jason? That's my favorite Jason. Yeah, okay. Like, I think it's the coolest character design of Jason. It also has Bernie, uh, Bernie in it. It does. <laughs> 
That guy dies in almost every movie he's been in. <laughs> he played a whole, whole two movies where he was dead from the very beginning. Well, I guess the first Bernie's where he wasn't dead right away. Damn. Now get the fuck out of here! Balls his earrings. <laughs> you gonna clean them first? Thanks for leaving my truck here. <laughs> Better not a grind at any gears. Yeah, this whole scene right here was put in just to kill more people. <laughs> I wish I was a big weird movie studio because I could watch a movie like, Meh, you need more killing, see? <laughs> Obviously, they all sound like Al Capone with the cigar in their mouths, which I was doing. Have you ever brought champagne in the forest? No, totally, dude. <laughs> And I'd be like, you know, I didn't bring you up here to fuck you. See, if it was me, I'd be just like, hey, I brought you up here to fuck. You want this ring, too? <laughs> it's fun to pretend I'm tougher than I really am. <laughs> pretend like you're a pig. Totally. Guess you shouldn't have taken the forest home. <laughs> Do you think Jason rolled that rock there? <laughs> Practicing his bowling game? Yeah, I'll creep him out. <laughs> I want them to notice me before I kill them. <laughs> or get suspicious. In that way, uh, <laughs> Jason's kind of like Batman, where he kind of strikes fear into the heart of his prey. Yeah. Did you hear his line? You're going to be the death of me? <laughs> Irony! Foreshadowing! <laughs> The only thing that's lame is like these movies this long ago. Like alcoholism will kill you. <laughs> this message brought to you by Jason. <laughs> is the MPA just butchered him so you never really see any deaths? And I was just you know telling you that I saw a movie where Michael Myers is literally sawing a dude's head off with a piece of broken glass. I do like the Jason in this too. He's really determined. Of course, Kane Hodder gave Jason tons of personality. Oh, which, yeah. Which you wouldn't think he'd be able to, but there's things that Kane Hodder did that he did way better than anybody else. Sweet, a twofer. <laughs> Menage et toi, bitch! And Jason runs back to his hideout and puts another mark on the chalkboard. <laughs> Notching his bedpost is how many people he kills. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I got two on a motorcycle. It's a new record. You know, this is, is this the only Friday the 13th where there's actually children in danger? <laughs> I think it is. Well, if you, Tommy Jarvis is a child. So oh, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Oh, and even the gerbils are in danger. I guess it's a guinea pig. I guess it's better <laughs> than being stuck up Richard Gere's ass. Hey oh! <laughs> Was your time of the month? <laughs> I got tampons. You can shove up your cooch. 
hey, her uh, shirt's 37 in a row. <laughs> Bitch, you don't play games with Jason. Remember the Friday 13th game for Nintendo? And it made absolutely no sense. <laughs> you just walk into a room and he's there and then you're dead. Yep. Yeah. Is that a Happy Meal on the bookshelf? That'd be awesome. <laughs> remember when McDonald's used to be served to you in like styrofoam containers? and Not styrofoam. I remember the uh, just like the cardboard boxes. Uh, I remember the styrofoam, like the fillet of fish in like light blue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Mac in like yellow. <laughs> then McDonald's is like, huh? Maybe we should have a cooler design. <laughs> or maybe just not use toxic uh, products. Oh yeah, two women are gonna save me from anything that happens. <laughs> They'll probably just scream and create a big fuss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just screwing pop culture. Kids uh, are so impressionable. Who names our child Sissy? How appropriate. Because <laughs> she'll be running. Totally. Look at that fat chick in the back. You think she had enough cupcakes? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure she grew up to be a very attractive young woman. They're probably, all those kids are probably our age now. Older, maybe. Yeah. I don't think her sweatpants go high enough up to give her She's wearing suspenders, toe. sweatpants, and then a cutoff shirt. Yep, just see that camel toe there. That bus is a rockin'. It is. This fucking rockin' music too. <laughs> Anybody who's had sex knows how that hard that is. <laughs> is that just a voice doing that? It is. Um, Harry Manfredini, um, the composer on this, when he was making the first one, was experimenting with synthesizers, and when he did. Kill, kill, ma, ma. He synthesized it, so it's right. But the old ones sound like uh, you know an actual synthesizer. <laughs> that just sounded like some guy's voice <laughs> doing it. They're like, "Fuck, we forgot to put it in this part." Hey, you, <laughs> do the Jason sound. She'll say asshole, but she won't say ass. How'd that happen? She's cute, though. Yeah. Look at girls. Like, the writer of this movie knew they just bossed dudes around. 
And the guy's like, I better do it or I'm going to deal with grief the rest of my life. <laughs> deal with nag. <laughs> and like most guys, he says something to her after he closes the door. A lot of times relationships is what you don't say that gets you through the end of the day. What a cool camera shot. You always thought someone would be there, but no. He's playing tricks. Who's he hiding from? I don't know. But something's scaring him. Like, he can't have any sense that Jason's around, right? No. But I don't know, it might be that one thing where you always feel like somebody's watching you. Woo! <laughs> Bitch, you came out here anyway? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You... <laughs> <laughs> you forced me to come out here and you come out anyways? Typical. Get your ass in the fucking RV and cook me some fucking dinner. Barefoot with I guess Smokey the Bear did cut this. Oh, you dumb shit. <laughs> that was funny. He's going to kill her before Jason does. <laughs> Um, this is Alice Cooper who contributed the uh, single off this uh, soundtrack. Um, he's called He's the Back, The Man in the Mask. Fuck me. If you're looking, you see Jason's makeup rubbing off on the back wall. <laughs> nah. Damn. I think she's going to make it. <laughs> Classy. Totally. What did he I love that Jason now has a utility belt full of weapons. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't fall out of the bathroom when that guy was uh, backing up and stuff. <laughs> He's... What's Jason waiting for? He has the upper hand. Oh, fuck that hurt. 
Wouldn't it be cool to know that you couldn't die and you could do shit like that and then just pop out? If I stab this guy in the head, I'm, he's probably going to drive off the road and I'm going to go flying. But you just get Rocket out right fucking pissed head. off. <laughs> Jesus like, woo! That was fun! <laughs> Let's go kill someone else. <laughs> he's just looking through his uh, thrill seeker now. <laughs> Wait, s stand iconically. Check. See if there's anyone I can kill nearby. She's such a cute rebel. Like, you know she, she loves her dad, but she just rebels because it's cute. She's precocious. Yes, she is. And she probably likes that Tommy Jarvis because she gives her father a hard time. And that's what she does because she's a rebel. Dude, that's the war phone. <laughs> You are such a bitch. <laughs> now you get home, I'm gonna give you such a beating. <laughs> He's not my boyfriend, Dad. Just because you suck some guy off doesn't make him your boyfriend. <laughs> I was going for shocking there. Okay. Oh, and by the way, all your friends are dead. Mm. Is that like inside? I hope that's just like supposed to be a painting inside because if not, that's the worst matte painting I've ever seen for a background in a movie. Where do you find books like that? Barnes and Noble or Borders? <laughs> Why is she hanging out at the police station after hours? Oh, that's what she does. It's a cool thing to do. Doesn't seem very rebellious to me. Dude, she's leaning back in a chair. That's totally rebellious. <laughs> Fuck a duck. Ooh, some mid. reason every time i see him in this phone booth i always think of uh the monster squad where the dude turns into a werewolf because he's calling the sheriff too yeah, i still haven't seen that oh it's a great movie it's like the goonies with classic monsters <laughs> just like karloff get it karloff like boris karloff Look at those inside jokes. Man, I don't want to get a girl involved, but I could get some. So that general store had those books in it? That's pretty awesome.
<laughs> Look at all those signs. Everything Jason's not. <laughs> That must be the guy in that body bag, because the blood's on the head. <laughs> Did Jason, like, punch him in the face to break his glasses? What's the title of this movie? Um, uh, Nightmare on Crystal Lake. I don't know. Oh, huh. Why did they say Friday the 13th then? Like, it made a point to say it almost. <laughs> Jason's gotten so bored with killing people, he's decided to try and kill trees. Men at play? All right. She's dreaming of a dong. about these movies too anytime someone thinks someone's outside they always think it's like one of their friends playing a joke on them <laughs> like have you ever had the urge to play a joke on me by making noises outside uh i'd say no never crossed my mind well maybe next time no it just sounds like crickets i think <laughs> sissy you silly you can say fuck it's rated r <laughs> I'm gonna go back to bed. Uh, I'll be over Richard here. Richard Grieco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of some eighties. Sex. Sissy Baker? Is that her last name? Maybe. What? Lemon Lime Bruce? Bruce? That's where we should just cut our hand off. Totally. And arrow? Bone arrow? No? <laughs> no? You know what she's getting killed for? Her hairstyle. I won't be caught dead with it. <laughs> Probably wouldn't need that fire in the living room if they just closed the door. <laughs> the windows are open and a fire is going. <laughs> it seems kind of like a waste of time. She's way too fixated on this open window. And it cost her. <laughs> this this death's actually pretty brutal. Dope. Jason wins. Fatality. She's sleeping like with the phone right next to her. Look at that cool car. That's 80 style. So you want to do it or what?
She is so persuasive. I know, she's cute, I'd do it. I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. The only ass I'm getting at the insane asylum is that dude who's dead. Wait, what? What? I don't know. <laughs> Walking along. <laughs> Hope the kids see me. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you know, if you keep going that fast, Jason won't need to kill you. Man, it's so amazing that they're able to shoot this while they're driving and, like, in the open road. I mean, that doesn't look like a film just whipping behind them, does it? <laughs> What an insert shot. Literally. <laughs> like, I would like to be the director and be like, alright, we're going to take a close-up of your cooch. Um, excuse me, can I use a stunt cooch? <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. You know what's funny? I have, This is my favorite Friday 13th, and there's no boobs in it. Hmm. I mean, usually I like them just, like, jiggling in front of me. And... There have been plenty of opportunities, too. I know. They've denied you. The director purposely did that, though. Why? Um, because he was just tired of the stigma of, like, you have sex and you die. Mm. And, you know, just girls showing their boobs and stuff. He wanted to prove he could make a Friday 13th without that stuff in it. It's only more daylight. <laughs> and it's dark again. Cunningham Road, Sean S. Cunningham, the original director of Friday 13. Oh, she knows that I'm just trying to. She wants me to work it. I, I get it now. Suddenly this police force has more than two officers. Yeah, that's FG2 and FG3. What kind of dad holds her daughter at his daughter at gunpoint? <laughs> no dad. Ah, man, that's how I sleep. Did we establish why she's got the phone at the ready? No. Maybe she's waiting for someone to call. But they're not calling. No. Remember, Jason cut the phone lines. How are they going to get caller? It's <laughs> talking like, uh, <laughs> Meg, are you still going to be around when the boys don't call? Remember when we had that machete? I don't think a kid could hold that. Totally. We know what it's like to lose a machete outside because we've lost one covered in blood as well. Yeah. So if you're listening to this commentary and you found a machete on Wadsworth in Florida? Kipling. Kipling in Florida? In the pond? That's ours. We'd like it returned to 5364. Our vet... <laughs> 
she and she didn't even use the phone when she tried to. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Is that the power <laughs> meter behind her bed? I'll just leave the bloody machete around. Totally. I mean, whoever lost it's going to come back for it. <laughs> This is one thing I never got, because um, they're, they're going to show Jason here. Do you think he's waiting not to harm the children? Or do you think he doesn't care? Mm, maybe he's thinking, I was a child once, and I was abused. So, the children are exempt. Mm -hmm. There's like a flag in every shot in this guy's office. My name's Tommy, fucker. Hey, you're right. There's yeah. one. There's one on the desk, and then there's reverse shot. Right there. There's one up on the... Uh-oh. Remember in the Batman TV series, Commissioner Gordon had the red phone? Yep. I'm 18, asshole. There's another one. You're right. <laughs> I wonder if it was a conscious effort by it the director. I mean, you don't really need to. Yeah. So there's three in three different camera angles in this. Well, yeah. You know, they changed position three times. This is like the only shot that doesn't have one. Well, I guess I, mean, I wasn't there when it happened, so it's just forensics is assuming that those are the times. <laughs> Maybe that's what time the clock stopped working in the RV. <laughs> oh, there's one behind his left shoulder, too. Yeah. There's one right there behind his right. Huh. Okay, Flash, into the cage. <laughs> I really want to sleep with that guy, but I'm conflicted. Did he kill my friends? How am I going to get the keys to get in there and bang him? What if I find another bloody machete? <laughs> How did she even get that machete? Like Jason just left it for her. <laughs> she said he left it outside. I guess he could like a trail carry... of gummy bears leading up to it. <laughs> I guess he couldn't carry a dead bitch in a machete at the same, the same time. time. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call her a bitch. But that's a great shot. Ooh. These curtains are so outdated. Actually, this is a really cool shot. I really like this part right here. Hey, the door's locked. Let me in. Every move you make. I don't want to interrupt because I know she's busy, but I. Every value. Maybe she'll just feel me out. I'll be watching you. That was my police impersonation. Please send um, my record contract to nebulousvisions.com. <laughs> uh, so, don't like birds sleep at night? No, I'm sure there's some still out I making think, noise. I think hawks work on a cycle. On this. Yeah. 
It might have been an owl, I guess. Yeah, it could, could have been. been. But they you know, go. Sa- sound designers Ooh. probably probably think of stuff like that, though. You'd think. You have got to do something with your hair. That does sound like a hawk, though. It's like. Yeah. A bird of prey. I imagine they only do that when they're hunting, and there's really nothing to hunt at night. So. Or maybe it's just, just say, symbolism just for Jason hunting this woman. Could be. Just like the flags are some kind of symbol, which we can't figure out. Yeah. So maybe the director did put more thought than you think in this movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. He, I mean, he really did. If you read the book, he, I mean, he really did want to make this a really good movie. I'm going to try and make the Citizen Kane of Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> Finally, this is going to come in useful. Son of a bitch. It's not even plugged in. And what a perfectly made blood pattern. It's like Jason picked it up slowly. He's like, no, no, no. Ah, yeah. going to let some of the blood drip off onto the floor so she (laughs) knows it's gone. I always wonder that, too. I bet Jason is playing games with people, you know? I would if I was, like, indestructible. Well, when you're in your sixth movie, you, uh... I'm sure you're getting bored <laughs> with your own kills. Like, let's see, I've snapped necks, I've pushed people in wheelchairs downstairs, <laughs> I've shot people with harpoons and arrows. Ever. I love this misdirection, too. She just shuts and doesn't expect it, and then... Just like, shit, that one's supposed to happen. Now they're going to know I'm here. Pete, I just had a heart attack. (laughs) Everything dies in this movie. (laughs) Sheriff's going through the paperwork the next morning. He's like, hey, what the fuck? you what uh, are we supposed to be able to read that um no I guess it's supposed to you know what I reconsidered I think I will go out with you Yeah, it does. I mean, my freaking two-year-old nephew can draw that shit. Okay, give it back. Ooh, I can almost see your boobie. I'll get it for you, babe. Hey, I don't think your dad would appreciate you objectifying her that way. She's He's resisting. Like, I thought that's exactly cow, what she that wanted. Worked. No, that's Bear Tranquilizer. <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> Don't clown around. I'm not the one with 
really gonna shoot me in the face. <laughs> So Tom Matthews' partner was in Friday 13th, Part 5, and he was also in um, Return of the Living Dead. So they made the rounds in the Return of the Living Dead, Friday 13th department. You fucker! I thought you were going to give him to me. You're a dick. Well, dude, he's so stupid. He could take that blanket there. Or the pillow and just slide him over. <laughs> well, he's so stupid in the fact that she act he actually believed that his uh, boss's daughter would actually kill him. I know, right? All right, only because I want your Peter. <laughs> Girls can't navigate. <laughs> no doubt. I know my girlfriend can. She'll tell you, too, like, openly, that she's the worst, like, at finding places. She can only find my place if she's coming from school or her mom's house. If she's coming anywhere else, that would be a negative. You drive oh my like god, she's into Star Wars. Yeah, she is. girls bitch a lot in this. I'm just kidding. I really don't mean that. You're the one with the girlfriend. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, they really respect when you're a total <laughs> prick. I know. That's what I gotta do. I remember in prison and there's one standing outside the bars. <laughs> just reach out and grab her. And start smooching her. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna get her, aren't they? Do you think Jason smells like death? <laughs> yeah, you should be able to smell them coming, shouldn't you? Yeah. Maybe he makes sure that he's always downwind. He only attacks from downwind. He's <laughs> like, no, I can't go from this direction because they'll smell me. And what's he doing? Like, is he warming up by the fire? Half a person. I don't even know if it's worth it. Yeah. That's like half a guy. I have to kill like 30 of them for it to count. She thinks Jason's the monster under the bed. She does. Those are really stylish. Um, he guy's fixing his hair. Jackets. Oh, well, maybe that's a, the point for that dude's jacket. Gotta look good at night. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to wake the kids. Remember that? That was your order. <laughs> what did Jason do to her? Oh my god. Just it's that time of the month. <laughs> Just obliterate her. 
like Rambo did. <laughs> he had a, a Gatling gun and just shot her. Doc's secure. Over here. I wonder how hard you'd have to throw it for that to stick in you. She's using it pretty strong. Yeah. Is that dartboard foreshadowing? <laughs> or backshadowing since he already killed him with the dart? <laughs> well, I can't remember if like someone's going to get stuck with darts or something, or he's going to get stabbed. See, Sheriff Garris is a good guy. He's making sure all the kids are okay. just want to make sure I didn't wake any of them up when I was yelling. Oh, wait. Damn it. Hmm, this firewood pile seems softly suspicious. What do they think these people are doing, just hanging out in the bushes? Hiding from them? Like, <laughs> I don't know, that's a good question. <laughs> like, if I stay in the bushes long enough, they won't look here. Like, we drove to camp to check and make sure that everyone's okay. People aren't around, so we should probably be yelling or calling and sending out a huge search party. Because they wouldn't be hiding because they're not doing anything wrong. So... As long as my fur jacket's okay. And my hair stays in place. <laughs> Are you crazy? I almost killed you. Uh, I'll, I'll blame it on Jason. <laughs> Jason, yeah, he found a gun. <laughs> he found a revolver. Perfect. She led, led him right into my trap. No, my hair. My good looks. Ooh. Do you think you would die from that, or like, or just be in a lot of pain and kind of deformed? Um, well, I guess if you put enough pressure on the brain, you'd die. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's some girls in there. <laughs> so the girls stay behind. No, no, leave the gerbils out. They'll squeak and give you away. <laughs> Has anyone checked over by this firewood pile yet? <laughs> <laughs> it looks awfully suspicious. Yeah, hey, look at the boogers out of his nose. Yeah, I can't believe I touched it. Go ahead, punk. 
Make my day. <laughs> Standoff. This here's a machete. <laughs> it's got a... Whoop. Suck it. Well, movie's over. Let's go home. <laughs> Jason's just thinking, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. Wait till he's right on top of you. Why does he shoot him in the face? <laughs> Are you kidding? Those bullets are right off that hockey mask. <laughs> well, since the shotgun didn't work, <laughs> I'll try the revolver. Oh, there we go. There's a shot in the head. You ruined my hockey mask. Extra hole doesn't make it regulation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play the game this Friday night. You asshole. Friday. <laughs> Girls, you want to pop? <laughs> Sissy, no. That dude's a slow runner. Dude's just still walking. It's like I didn't even break in a sweat. It's okay, stay begging, Take one of these boats next to the next county. <laughs> he just tries across the other side of the lake. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, if you didn't want to stay and fight Jason, if you just left, would he follow you? Well, he followed that one chicken, too. Yeah, that's true. Guess he looked her up in the phone book or something. <laughs> Um, except for you. Stay behind. <laughs> Someone has to be bait. Kids say the darndest things. <laughs> Why am I wasting my time with this boulder? <laughs> Yeah, quit being stupid. <laughs> I found Sissy. She always said she gave good head. It's kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die. 
I'm gonna alert him to my presence <laughs> by yelling first. <laughs> Shooting him yeah. with a shotgun didn't work. Maybe this will. You know, Jason's capable of ripping his hand right through his chest, yet just chooses to oh. fold him in half. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the recliner. <laughs> I like to come up for names for the, the deaths. Like the dude who dies in the wheelchair, I call that the wheelchair. Good, good. <laughs> Your dad didn't want to help me. Look, Here. I read about this in a book, alright? Jason's pissed now. I thought I got all of them. They're like roaches. <laughs> Just leave me the fuck alone! I just wanted to spend the summer relaxing on the shore. But no, come in here with your kids. thought it'd be cool to do a Friday the 13th movie where Tommy Jarvis comes back. So he's undead? You're Tommy Jarvis? Yeah. No, he's not dead. But he just comes back? Yeah, like, fights Jason again. That was my idea for Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, is mm -hmm. Ash is put in a insane asylum because he's killing, um, he killed that girl at the end of Army of Darkness, and in the Army of Darkness world, when you kill, um, the deadite, they revert back to their human form. So people just thought he killed a normal girl, and so he's put in a sane asylum and Tommy Jarvis is in there with him. How did Jason fail at crushing her head? I mean, he succeeded once already. He was distracted. Did you call me faggot head? It's totally inappropriate. Oh, maggot head. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I love the pussy! <laughs> I thought I killed you. No one calls me asshole. I want everybody, you idiot. Um, they couldn't finish. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Wrap that chain around my head and drown me? It's not gonna work, asshole. <laughs> they I can breathe underwater. Film this scene, um, in the lake they were at, so it was filmed in the director's parents' pool in Pasadena, California. You can see the chain, douchebag. <laughs> There's one time when I was a little kid, and I pulled this girl off the boat. <laughs> she was riding in, so uh, good luck with the chain, buddy. <laughs> That's why that uh, Jason on Family guy is so funny. Yeah. He just talks like a normal guy. <laughs> Wait! I'm in the middle of nowhere! <laughs> Hold on a sec. Stab, stab, stab. So anyway, as I was saying. Jason's funny too on uh, South Park, where they gave him that gay voice. <laughs> Where's my wet matches? <laughs> Fuck! I left him in my other sheep... Some skin, leather, uh, jean jacket. Oh, right, where am I gonna go after this? Damn it. 
myself a swim through the oily water. <laughs> Taste just farted underwater. <laughs> Jason, you are a fat ass. Jason's hands could just like break his forearms instantly. He can crush heads. You'd think so. Like, oh, compound fracture. I can't grab the chain. <laughs> Hands off my jeepskin jacket. <laughs> yeah. This thing cost me $35, and you ripped it. <laughs> First, I suppose you killed my mom 10 years ago, but then you went and ripped my jacket. These things are going to go out of style <laughs> in two years. I need to wear it out. So explain how you tighten the chain if it's stuck through one rung. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, he did it, so yeah. not to explain it. If I go down, I'm taking you with me. Why does he just crush his head? Uh, I guess maybe the uh, two atmospheres underwater diminishes his strength. Maybe. I'll just shake him. Although he could probably just rip it right off. Yeah. Suck it. Good. Crushed his larynx. There's trachea. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Something in his throat. <laughs> Mickey Mouse! Alright. I don't approve of this. <laughs> you kids go back to back. Look at her boobs shake. I didn't know she had big boobs. Swimming. You can blame the director for not showing us showing them to us. I know, what the fuck, man? Him with his honor and gentlemanly director status. <laughs> yeah. Trying to do something different. What's up with that? Oh, right. Jason's in here. I forgot. <laughs> like, how could you know that wasn't going to happen? But I guess when you're in love, it doesn't matter. I fell in love with him after the four hours we were together. <laughs> when he had his head in my lap, I knew he was the one. Sweet. Totally know what's coming. Yeah. This is a brutal death. It's pretty cool. Put your backbone into it. I imagine uh, Jason has the strength to just rip her leg right off, though, right? <laughs> You'd think so. Well, I'm just gonna keep on pulling her. Another. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one's tried to cut off my head before. <laughs> Totally unprepared for this. <laughs> the mask, it does nothing. <laughs> it's only puck rated, not <laughs> motorboat rated. Oh! 
I wonder if they had to get a release from Disney to use Mickey Mouse in this. <laughs> I know. It's, I guess it's incidental because it's on her sh shirt or something. And he Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Hasbro was so pissed at this movie. God, I haven't had that much liquid in me since prison. <laughs> there you just learned to swallow it. Although I didn't see Jason die, so I'm just assuming it's over. Because some chick had to bail me out. Weak. <laughs> yeah, but even if Disney did have a problem with it, like Disney wouldn't complain because then because they, they don't want to be associated with a a horror movie. <laughs> Maybe. So they just let it slide. Now you stay in that lake and you think about what you've done. <laughs> Like, so they leave him in the bottom of the lake. How do you explain this to, like, the authorities and the family members of people who died? So what happened to all these cops? Yeah, this guy with a hockey mask came around and tried to kill them all. His body's in the lake, but don't bother picking it out. Because that's the only way he's still... <gasps> he might still be alive. But since he's not getting up right now, we'll assume it's okay. Yeah. And that look from Jason was, well played, woman. Well played. <laughs> I'll be back, is what he's saying. There you go, Tony Golden. You're right. Yeah. Ron Polilo, that was Horshack. <laughs> That's Jason. CJ Graham. Which Jason? Uh, most of the movie Jason? Yeah, or? most of the movie Jason. <laughs> so, we've seen it, Brad. Any uh, new opinions on um, Friday 13th Part 6, Jason Lives? Uh, still cheesy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, not as bad as some of the other ones. So. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, definitely a good commentary. Yeah, I think so too. Probably one of our more fun ones. Yeah. Which just makes another argument that uh, shitty movies are the best ones to... <laughs> hey, hey, you're not lumping Army of Darkness in that, are you? Well, I was... <laughs> <laughs> just saying that... Uh, you know, if Jurassic Park didn't come out the made. same year as <laughs> Army of Darkness, Army of Darkness would be regarded in the same... League as Jurassic Park. Cheaply made, charming movies there are more e easier, <laughs> are easier to, to comment on in a funny way than, say, a, a historical drama. Yeah. Yeah. Any funny names in the credits? Nope. Mm. JDH Sound. That's funny. Yep. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Real effects. It's like a play on the word real in film, and then like real as in things that are real but not fake. That is so funny. Do you know Stan Winston did um, Friday 13th Part 2? Uh, yes, I did. Honey Wagon Drivers.
main title design by Dan Curry. He did not put very much design into it. Yeah, he had the original fonts and everything from the previous movies. So. Yeah, so he's like, eh, how much did you get paid for that shit? MGM did the negative cutting and the opticals. Oh, dude, Ultra Isn't Stereo. Is this a Paramount movie? It is a Paramount movie. Look at Alice Cooper. Look at him contributing all this. Teenage Frankenstein. I was right. It is. This is filmed in Georgia? Yes. I always imagined it was in the Northeast. Crystal Lake. Rick Cologne. <laughs> His last name was Cologne. Nice. Who was monitoring the bus? Oh, right. That ugly chick. Who's like, take these kids off my hands. Do you think, like, because you'll tag this, like, Terror Jason lives or something? And uh, the chick who's on, like, the bus drive, and on the bus, and she's like, there you go, that all you always hear me say calls her ugly. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she eats, like, a pint of Ben and Jerry's. and Or eats the end of a gun. Yes. All right. All right, so, well, uh, way to go, classic Paramount logo. Totally. Um, so that was Friday 13th Part 6. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed um, listening to us as we did watching it and talking about it. And something tells me it won't be the only Friday the 13th we'll get to watch on this show. Probably not. We'll have to... There are plenty of others to choose from. Yep. You in know, fact, I, I think for, for, uh, Freddy vs. Jason is coming on Blu-ray in a couple weeks. So That'd be a fun one. Yeah. Again, I, I like to fancy myself as a Friday 13th historian kind of all-knowledge guy. So I think you've obviously proved that you know a lot. Awesome. Thanks, so, Brad. Uh, yeah. For Nebcast movie commentary, this is Brad. <laughs> and we'll really have to think of a name soon. And this is Ryan. And we will see you between the curtains.